Wednesday, September 6th. This is the Franklin Board of Health convening. Um, we are convening in a uh, hybrid model through the Google, hang, Google Meets now, Google Meets application. Members of the public have the option of attending the meeting live uh, at the Franklin Town Hall or to dial in using the app. Um, going to proceed with asking all members of the board who are present to identify themselves. Tim Cochran, Vice Chair. Jeff Harris. Now I'm going to ask all uh, members of the Franklin uh, Health Department, please identify yourselves as present, starting with the Health Director. Kathleen Liberty, here. Uh, John Robertson, here. Judy McNeil, here. Alicia Sullivan, here. Cassie Montero, here. Maureen Knatesen, here. Uh, at this time, we'll move to the agenda uh, for the approval of the minutes from the June 7th, 2023 meeting. Uh, after reviewing, I have no comments or questions. Jeff, any comments or questions? None. Uh, we'll entertain a motion to, to adopt the meetings as presented in the Board of Health agenda. I make a motion to adopt the, the meeting. Uh, to satisfy the quorum, I will second the motion. Because Jeff and I are physically here present, we don't have to do a roll call. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All right. The motion to approve the meeting minutes from June 7, 2023 is accepted. Um, at this time, proceeding with the Franklin Board of Health agenda, we will proceed to the public hearing. This public hearing is to discuss proposed tobacco control regulations for the town of Franklin. Copies of the proposal have been made available at the Board of Health website. The Town of Franklin Board of Health is a three-member board that is elected for a three-year term. The duty of the board is to promote and protect the public health of the residents of the Town of Franklin. The board derives its authority from the Massachusetts Legislature. Members are Bridget Sweet, Chair, who is not present, Timothy Cochran, myself, the Vice Chair, and Jeff Harris, the our board member. With the exception of Title V regulations, it is not legally required for the Board of Health to hold a public hearing on proposed regulations before them, even though all proposed regulations are addressed at meetings to which the public is always invited. As the purpose of the public hearing is to collect information and opinions, the Board will not ask for a vote from the audience, nor will the Board itself vote on the proposed regulations at this public hearing. The Board will announce the meeting date at which they will discuss and vote on the proposed regulations. This meeting will be public, however. The board will not provide time for further public testimony unless a board member has a specific question to which an audience member can offer some clarification. Before we begin taking testimony and in the interest of time, we ask that you adhere to the following ground rules. First, any person wishing to make comments should sign in. The sign-in sheet is located at the front door. Two, before addressing the Board of Health, please be familiar with the proposed regulation. Three, when addressing the Board of Health, you must identify yourself by name, address, and any professional affiliation you may have that impacts your comments. Four, identify the section or proposed policy of the proposal that you wish to comment on. Five, please limit your comments to three to five minutes so that other members of the audience will have a chance to speak. Six, please be considerate of those persons speaking, whether you agree or disagree with them, and refrain from commenting out of turn. Seven. Any person showing verbal disrespect to those speaking will be asked to leave the public hearing. These rules apply to all individuals of the public who are present physically or attending via the Google 
meets application. Thank you all for your anticipated cooperation. May I have a motion to open the public hearing? I make a motion to open the public hearing. Satisfy the quorum. I second the motion. All in favor of opening the public hearing? Aye. Aye. The public hearing is now open at 516 on September 6th. We do have individuals uh, present with us uh, in person, um, but uh, because it is uh, because it's a public hearing, there's no obligation to speak unless you wish to speak. Um, is there any comment from the health director before we entertain any public comment? Um, I just want to uh, re reiterate the, um, the changes that we made um, is that we capped our smoke shops um, to five. We changed our finding structure system. Um, we did not choose our suspension period, um, and we changed the language from shall, main, uh, main to shall. So those are the only changes that were made. Um, otherwise, in just moving forward, everything else was already addressed in our um, regulations prior to. Uh, is there uh, anyone else interested in providing public comment at this time? Mr. Earls, any public comment on the uh, proposed regulations? No. No? All right. Um, seeing as all individuals present um, have uh, elected not to provide public comment. Um, we will entertain a motion to close the public hearing um, unless there's any uh, last minute desires. Anyone? No. A motion to close the public hearing? I make a motion to close the public hearing. Satisfy the quorum. I second the motion. All in favor? Aye. Public hearing is now closed at 5.18 p.m. on September 6th. Uh, the board will present its agenda for our vote on these proposed regulations um, for our next scheduled meeting, which will be October. And will it be then that you decide when it goes into effect? Uh, as part of that meeting, the board uh, will discuss and propose when the effective date will be. Okay. Um, which will then also be made public once the, that decision has been made. Uh, okay. All right. Yes, thank you. Are there any other uh, questions or comments regarding the proposed regulations from the health director or staff? Any members of the board? All right. Thank you, everyone, for participating and being present for our public hearing. We will now move through the agenda to our new business. Um, do we want to start with our regional inspector report um, yes. in the interest of time? Sure. Thank you. Thank you both Thank you. for coming. Have a good evening. Yes. Good night. You can stop, stop by in the morning and just Tomorrow? pick up a, a coffee. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Our regional inspector report. All right. So I have, uh, I. Just do the most recent one, not all. All right. Okay. Great. Yes. Thank the you. The most recent one. <laughs> Thank you. It's three months worth, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask. <laughs> so that's great. So in the, um, for the month of August, um, I conducted um, 13 uh, routine inspections and 13 food establishment reinspections. 
Um, and then I had uh, also attended the um, local board health webinar that they, they hold during the month um, at the end of August. Great. Um, I know it's not specifically on the agenda, but Kathleen, do you want to just give um, just a few words on the update on um, the sushi? Um, just because we haven't met since that last meeting, and there was some action, there was some activity that was anticipated, but it sort of related to the work that John's been doing. Do you so just, have John's yeah, or John, please. Yeah. Sure, I don't have I don't have That's the report in front of me, but. Um, Following the meeting, there was a reinspection. Um, there was some. Um, there was definitely improvement. There was some positive observations, and then some discussion uh, about best practices. Um, I was confident by the time I left that they were off to a good start. Great. Um, in, in getting getting that back in line, our compliance. I appreciate that, John. Sure. Just figured since we've been on pause for a couple of months, it'd be nice to get a, a quick update on. Yeah. on our last order of business. Um, thanks so much, John. Sure. Thank our you, John. Public health nurse report. Yeah. So for communicable diseases, COVID-19 cases, um, the data from Maven uh, from 9-5-23, so the data is subject to change. Total cases for August were 65 versus 22. In July, we are seeing a little bit of an increase in COVID. Um, we're continuing to monitor COVID clusters, like at nursing homes and other communicable disease case investigations. Um, in addition, I don't have it on here, but there was um, positive mosquito samples in Douglas and Southbridge for um, with mosquito sampling. No human cases yet. Um, we have had two human cases of West Nile virus, but they're not in our um, area either. Worcester and Middlesex County, so not out here. Still low risk for Franklin for both. Um, Central Park Terrace, we did bingo on August the 9th, and we still have the mobile food pantry coming out. They went out on August 23rd. I have partnered with EMS Captain Lori Kay to teach hands-only CPR training for the Franklin, at, uh, for Franklin residents at the Franklin Fire Station. That was held on 816. Um, other meetings and trainings continue with bi-weekly local boards of health webinars. I went to a biohazard training um, in trauma services in Norton on August 1st. And I did a stop the bleed training with Cassia at the Norfolk Senior Center on the 8th. Nursing care, anything from medication management, blood pressure, glucose monitoring, wound care, and some case management for individual needs. I have flu season because I've been getting ready for our flu clinic. It's gonna be on September 28th for adults. We are gonna be having a kids clinic in August too. I don't have the date, I think the 11th. Um, so 18 and under can sign up. Okay. Okay. And the town is gonna to be posting it on um, the site when the did time Did you say comes. the kids are in August? Uh, did I say October? October. October. I hope October. not August. You said August, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> October 11th, like, sorry about that. What? Yeah. Yes. A little bit closer. And then also impact melanoma, we've been working on a sunscreen dispenser project and we started with two of the dispensers out and I already put them out there. One's at King Street Park where the summer camp was and the other one's at Beaver Pond. Yeah, I like the pictures you have. Oh yeah, there's pictures of the sunscreen dispensers, the stop the bleed training and the hands only CPR training that we did at the fire station for the people of Franklin. We have five of the impact melanoma sunscreen for next year so we'll put them out. 
in the parks. Yeah, like Fletcher's Field, King Street. I think we're going to do two because it's large mm -hmm. and they have a lot going on there. Beaver yep. Pond, Daisy. But it's going to be dispersed around town. Flushwood Parks. <laughs> exactly. I, um, I just wanted to say something. I, I was watching TV um, the other night and this guy who makes that that thing for for kids or adults when they get something stuck in their throat. Yeah. It's a push and then it sucks out. Well, he said that he was going to donate to any school in the whole country free of charge one of those to every school. Oh. It'd be interesting for for us to get in, ch in touch with that. I've heard so many people talk about this device. I've seen the commercials. I've seen it. It looks amazing, but I haven't talked to anyone who's actually used it. Right. So even though it's an amazing idea, and I would be all for something that's easy like that, tried and true is um, they don't call it the Heimlich maneuver anymore, but you know the Heimlich maneuver for people that are choking. Um, so that's what we teach and. At the hands-only CPR class, people were very interested in that. So we did. We I have a Heimlich vest, so we actually a choking vest. So we can we did show people how to do. Um, be that. nice to get it. It's free. He's gonna it, offer it, it, it to would everybody. Be, it'd be great. I would just hate for someone to do that, it not work, and they don't know how to do the Heimlich maneuver. That would be my only concern. Because right. I've I've heard so many people talk about this device, mm. and I've seen it. But I don't know anyone who's actually said it's worked. You know, that would be my only. And until like American Heart Association or the Red Cross endorse it, I don't. You know, hmm. you still want people to know the basics. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I'd be interested in looking at one. You know? Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, it's been a busy couple of months, yeah. so thank you for catching us up on our epidemiologist report. All right. Um, so for the COVID data, there are 65 confirmed COVID-19 positive cases. 82% of Franklin residents are fully vaccinated. 56% had their first booster, and 82% had their second booster shot. Um, there are zero COVID-19 related deaths in the month of August, and confirmed cases have increased 195% from July to August. For in July, there was the 22 uh, COVID cases. Um, I've been sending out weekly wellness updates through regroup texts. Last month, uh, awareness went out about fentanyl, immunizations, and community health centers. <coughs> um, we're still doing surveillance case management of communicable diseases on Maven. Um, at Central Park Terrence, we did bingo on the 9th and the mobile food pantry on the 23rd. Um, then we did updating uh, Franklin's Beaver, Beaver Pond Water Report Weekly. Um, we did a few trainings. I did stop the bleed training at the Norfolk Senior Center on the 8th, staying healthy in the heat at the Franklin Senior Center on the 15th, and handling CPR at the Franklin Fire Department on the 16th. Um, I've been working with Natalie, she's the GI specialist um, over at DPW, um, to create opioid dashboard, so it'll include Franklin's um, overdoses, deaths, Narcan administration, overdose follow-ups, and a lot more data relating to that. Um, we will be having another health fair this fall, uh, so again at the Franklin Public Library, and it will be on November 8th from 3 to 6 p.m. So slowly starting working on that now. Not an ounce of reluctancy. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> mm -hmm. After all this time, it's <laughs> the best thing. <laughs> and then we are doing a restaurant expo. I don't know if you want to talk more on that or... Uh, yeah, I'll just, so um, 
we are part of, or how should I say this? So the FDA has uh, standards, John, and you know I'm gonna screw this up, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's nine of them. And um, we applied for a grant for the ninth standard, which is industry and community outreach. Um, so to the food, uh, restaurant establishments. Mm. And so um, we are putting together a food summit yeah. for the restaurant establishments, okay, for, for the, the staff. Um, so we have 17, 19 right vendors? Right now, 17, 17 vendors. vendors coming. We'll have yeah. food, um, you know, samples, blah, 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 gifts. Yeah. Um, I've got like 5,000 to spend on it. Um, so we're still ironing out the logistics, but it yes. will be at the Franklin Library on September 28th. 27th. 27th. Yeah, from two to five. Two to five. So yeah. um, we're just hoping we get a good turnout. And then the uh, community side is we have been working, I say we, I have a consultant for this. We've been working on um, with um, uh, Peter at the uh, cable the news mm -hmm. channel on having a uh, cooking show that would be for the community. Um, it's called, um, I think the name is gonna be uh, Busting the Myths or something like that, you know, like Myths and Backs or something. We haven't really got that all set, but it's it, it'll be ready to roll by the end of December. So so anyway, so that's the piece. So we're reaching out to the community and the other yeah, food summit is for the industry. So, so yeah, because he has been working out hard on all that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Should be fun. It yeah. should be. It, the food expo will feature just Franklin establishments. No. no. It'll be from the area. From the area, yeah. Okay. And open to the public. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And what are they going to do? Just have samples of their food? And so there's all different types coming. I have it up here. So we have um, like a company that does eco-friendly options for restaurants. Um, that could be like silverware plates, that kind of stuff. Um, Someone does cocktail mixes, uh, nut-free food distributor, um, food food and wine liquor distributors, um, uniforms, culinary essentials, payroll. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. POS systems. So I think that kind of goes into a restaurant. That That's great. Use. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and I think so. And I had on the agenda all Impact Melanoma Food Summit and Health Fair. So um, Impact. The ladies already spoke to that. So, excellent. Um, I do have something that um, just it's other business moment of time. So, um, we have um, the health department, and uh, we partnered with the Chana Community Health Network Association mm -hmm. um, to create a homeless uh, resource right. for that type of thing. Yeah. Did you? Oh, I thought your hand went up. Okay. So, anyways. Uh, Kasia created a, a beautiful website, and these are the cards. Uh, police have, senior center has, the library has, the health department has, and so the QR code will go directly to the website that has an enormous amount of resources for anybody who's facing homelessness, uh, family members who know some, you know, family member or friends who are facing it. So it's um it's really a, a cool resource that we have and the website's um, just amazing so go on and take a look and that's awesome cassia did the yeah. whole website herself this is i mean we've been you've been talking about this for yeah. six yeah. months now yeah 
and to see it finally come together is fantastic. Yeah, we part of Mil awesome. Yeah, Milford Hospital is part yeah. of this team to work too, and they actually uh, created the card and paid for the uh, printing and all of that. So it's a nice That's little great. collaborative. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I just wanted to share that with you. What towns share with this? Franklin and what other towns? Middle, it's more Middlesex with Franklin, yeah. Milford, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, but that's what yeah, we start to because even though there's a lot of resources in yeah. Worcester, right. there is, yeah. So it's just those two towns. You're not going to be walking no. from Franklin to Worcester, so it's like whatever is in know? our surrounding <laughs> area. Well, it's it, no, it's Middlesex. Middlesex. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but you know, yeah, like yeah. closer. There's yeah. about I think thirty. Well, I'm a steering committee member, and there's about oh gosh, I don't know, maybe. Sometimes up to forty-five people attend yeah. the meeting itself, so everyone has like really good input on what we do. We sure. and they offer a lot of grant money, things like that. So, so you're That's trying great. to find people homes to, to move into? Is that no. part of the project? Just so it's a list of resources. Could be housing, food, transportation. You know, basic needs. Yeah. A little Healthcare. bit of every everything, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. breaking down into those categories. So, like, so um, you know, the police, uh, the jail diversion officer has has says. them. So when they come across somebody who might be homeless or close to, then they can give off of the card. We went back and forth of maybe we should have like personal, you know, uh, hygiene product, you know, packets and things like that. But after talking with her, you know, we have a, a transient population because yeah. we have the train station, right? You know what I mean? So anyone that needs help. Yeah. Do we have these at the train stations? Do I we know? No, I actually went down there. Let me, I wrote down with somebody I mean, to see if we could well, put some signs up. I know. It'd be nice to put some signs up in places yeah. like that. The, know, the town center one there used to be an individual. There used to be someone who worked that little kiosk. I've got a question. No, no, I have a question. Yeah, I don't think that the people staying at the residence in. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there's I don't think there's anyone there. So um, I'm I'm going to just say this, it's the um, it's the Western. What is it? The Western. Best Western. Best Western. Best Western. <coughs> Jamie's going to be addressing that tonight. Oh, good. Okay. At his and then tomorrow, <coughs> if you have any questions, will you call me? Mm -hmm. Okay. We just want to keep that off the record. Right? I'm not saying that. Um, okay. And there's really not there's there's not <laughs> so not a lot to record. Okay. Um, yeah, so that, that's it for me. <coughs> Any other new business? No. No? No. Team, new business? Citizens commentary? A head shake? <laughs> Mr. Earls, any citizens commentary via text? set all right well at this time we will entertain a motion to adjourn the Franklin Board of Health meeting I make a motion to adjourn second the motion all in favor aye aye Franklin Board of Health is adjourning at 5 35 p.m. on September 6th 2023 and I thank apologize. you very much everyone I apologize thank for you. being late today no apology necessary we are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio this podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening.
For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.